emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemes. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. That's right, guys. We are back on another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and yes, it is Wednesday. Uh, that's right. Um, we are... We uh, decided to do things a little bit differently this week, um, and do a show on Wednesday instead of our normal Tuesday 8 p.m. schedule. Uh, This is probably the uh, second time in our show's history that we've done a show on a different day other than Tuesday at 8 p.m. But um, we were uh, involved in a few things over the weekend and leading up to Tuesday, and so uh, our schedule didn't permit us to do a show 
uh, as we normally do on Tuesday. But we're so happy to be able to bring to you a brand new show on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Hope you're able to tune in to tonight's show. We've got a great show in store for you. Believe it or not, guys, this is our 149th show. I can't believe it either. We have been doing this show since August of 2017. That's right. It has been um, a wonderful journey that we have embarked upon. Uh, two and a half years thereabout that we've been doing this show. It will be three years in August, and we are on our we are doing our 149th show. And I'm so glad that you have been a part of this uh, journey with us. Those are, that have been our day ones uh, starting out, we truly, truly appreciate you. You know who you are. We want to thank you for taking the time out each and every week to listen to our 149 shows that we've done over these past two years. Thank you so much to those of you who have been listening to us from the very beginning and even those of you who have just started listening to our show we thank you so much for taking the time out to be a part of the thinking out loud radio show family you know when we started two years ago podcast was an emerging media uh there weren't as many podcasts out there as they are right now and i feel like that we were a part of a renaissance in radio Uh, because there are so many podcasts that are out there now. Celebrities uh, are doing podcasts, and uh, you know it's really just uh, again a uh, a revolution or renaissance in radio. So many people are doing podcasts now, uh, and uh, last time I checked, there were something like five hundred thousand podcasts, according to Apple Podcast Research and surveys that that have been done regarding this um, this media, and so. Um, just so blessed to have this platform and to be able to share it with you. Of course, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. We're available on all the major podcasting networks. And you can also go to our website, MichaelNemons.com, and listen to all of our 149 shows right from our website just click the podcasting link there and you'll see our archive of 149 shows that you'll be able to listen to right from michaelnemis.com again thank you so much for taking the time out uh, each and every week to listen to our show and again this is our 149th show and we cannot be more excited and thrilled to be bringing this show to you tonight Another thing that we're quite proud of as an accomplishment of the Thinking Out Loud radio show is that our show has crossed the 20,000 streams and downloads uh, threshold as a podcast. And that is just truly remarkable. Something that uh, we didn't really uh, think about, um, you know, when we set out to do this show, uh, that it would garner this kind of attention and this kind of listenership. Uh, but I truly appreciate you uh, for making this accomplishment happen for us. Uh, just truly, truly excited about that. Uh, we were excited when we crossed the 10,000 streams and download threshold a year or so ago. And now here we are, over 20,000 streams and downloads. You're probably asking, what does that mean? It just means that our show has been listened to over 20,000 times. Our 20. Uh, our shows have been listened to in a mass of 20,000 times. 
And uh, that's truly remarkable, especially for someone uh, who is a, a virtual unknown, so to speak, and uh, to be able to um, garner this kind of attention, uh, this kind of uh, uh, listenership is truly uh, remarkable. And I want to thank you again for listening to our show. We're going to continue bringing you the best guests, having the best discussions and conversations that we can bring you. A comedian friend of mine, Jay Stevens, dubbed this show one of the hottest radio shows online. Ever since he said that, that is what we have been saying about this show. And it will continue to be one of our goals, one of our objectives to make that a reality for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. During tonight's show, we're going to be continuing our discussion of the coronavirus. There's really no way to get around that. Uh, we uh, talked about it in our last uh, podcast, Standing Still. Uh, that is a, That was a powerful podcast with a powerful thought of the week. We highly recommend you go back and listen to that uh, as we um, really try to uh, shed some positive light on this global pandemic. Uh, so much negative things have been put out about uh, this uh, coronavirus, the COVID-19. And uh, we decided to bring some positivity uh, during uh, that show on last week. So we highly recommend you go back and listen to it. And we're going to be continuing that discussion on tonight, trying to uh, lift your spirits and uh, help you to understand that this is uh, something that God is um, doing. And he is certainly in control of it. And we should not fear or panic, but be prepared. And certainly that is what we're going to be dealing with during tonight's show. In our first segment on tonight, we're going to be talking about the politics of the coronavirus. There are a lot of things that's happening, uh, not just in the healthcare industry, but going on in Washington. Uh, a lot of discussions and debate about a stimulus package that Congress is trying to put forth uh, to... Um, uh, alleviate some of the economic pressure and strain that has been put on employers as well as employees because of this COVID-19 virus. People have been forced to stay home and not go into work, even if they are not sick, uh, to avoid uh, being uh, contaminated or being um, you know, infected by this virus. And so because of the quarantines that have been imposed upon workers across the country and across the globe, the uh, governments have been uh, asked to put together uh, stimulus packages uh, that uh, will help to alleviate uh, some of the financial uh, strains that have been put on uh, individuals' lives because people still, I mean, life still goes on. So we're going to be talking more about that uh, during uh, our first segment of tonight's show. During the second segment of tonight's show, we're going to be talking about being creatively quarantined. <laughs> That's right, guys. Uh, many of us, all of us, are being quarantined. Uh, you know, states across the country, governors have imposed an executive order to stay home and stay safe. Uh, a few days ago, Governor Gretchen Whitmore issued that executive order for non-essential employees to stay home and to stay safe to um, reduce the spread of this COVID-19 virus. And uh, there are some individuals that have uh, really uh, become very creative uh, in their being in, in being in during this period of quarantine. 
We're going to talk about that during our second segment. And during the third segment of the show, we're going to be sharing with you our list of top five things that you can do while you're bored and quarantined because of the COVID-19 virus. That's right, guys. Things you can do at home that you might not have even thought of that you can do while you're at home quarantined, again, because of the COVID virus. Um, We've even got some uh, activities that other uh, individuals have shared with us that we're going to include uh, during that segment of the show. We can't wait to share that with you. And, of course, guys, we've got another dynamic thought of the week in store for you as well. And we're calling it Christ and the Coronavirus. Uh, This is definitely a thought that you do not want to miss. And, again, we're just trying to really give you some hope and some positivity during this time of crisis. So I can't wait to share that thought with you. Well, guys, we're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting right into our discussion of politics and the coronavirus. So don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. We're back on the Wednesday edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, continuing with our discussion of the coronavirus. And during this segment, we're going to be talking about politics and the coronavirus. You know, there's a lot of things going on in Washington, D.C. And as of this recording uh, during tonight's show, 
um, I thought it would be a good idea to kick off tonight's show talking about that because um, the Senate has just announced a $2 trillion stimulus package bill uh, that uh, they have put together a consensus uh, between the Democrats and Republicans, Senator Chuck Schumer, Democratic Senator, Minority Leader of the uh, of the Senate, and uh, Senator Mitch McConnell, the Majority Leader, have come together on a stimulus package uh, bill uh, that um, they're very confident will get passed. And uh, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit from his interview on CNN earlier uh, today, talking about this stimulus package and what Americans can expect. It's, it was rumored that the uh, federal government was going to be sending out $1,200 checks uh, to uh, all Americans to kind of help uh, us get through this, uh, this not just global pandemic, but economic crisis that they're projecting that uh, is going to uh, occur because of this coronavirus uh, pandemic. And, uh, you know, Senator Chuck Schumer just did an interview a little while ago on CNN. I want to share with you some of what he said so you can kind of get an idea of what this $2 trillion stimulus package has to offer. Take a listen. Breaking overnight, after five days of negotiations, Senate Democrats, Senate Republicans, the White House have an agreement on a huge $2 trillion rescue package, which is really the largest spending bill in U.S. history. Joining me now is Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. I know it was a late night or early morning for you, Senator Schumer. I also know that we're at a disadvantage. We don't know exactly what's in this bill. You do. So politics aside, what people want to know this morning, people who may be out of work, staying at home right now, not getting paid, what's in it for them? Your answer. Well, thank you. Just first, I want to give a thank you, a deep, heartfelt thank you to all the healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, everyone else who are on the front lines risking their lives for us, and to my staff, led by Jerry, uh, uh, Jerry Petrella and Megan Tyra. This, this bill wouldn't have happened. To the American people, we say big help, quick help is on the way because we face about the most unprecedented health crisis we have. Uh, the five pillars that we fought for to make the bill better, much better than the bill Friday, are all in the bill, and let me quickly explain them. First and foremost, a Marshall Plan for hospitals and health care, uh, nursing homes, community health centers, etc. These places desperately need help. They need ventilators. They need equipment. They need PPE all kinds of things. They need to build new beds. They have so much strain. There's $130 billion in for health care in our health care system to be injected right away to help with the shortage of ventilators, equipment, and other things, as well as what else they need. Second, this is worker-friendly, workers first. We didn't want to put corporations first. We thought the original bill did that too much. This is workers first, and let me explain that. So many people have been thrown out of work um, through no fault of their own. The restaurant closes, the small business closes. Now all of those people will be able to apply quickly and easily for unemployment insurance and um, most of them will get their full salaries or very, very close to it. So, and they can be furloughed, which means uh, that they can stay on the payroll of the company they work for, keep the benefits that that company was giving them, and then when God, God willing, 
this horrible crisis is over, these businesses can reassemble because the employees will not have been scattered to the wind. Third, real help for state and local governments, $150 billion worth. Our state and local governments are hurting. Many of them are going broke. They need the help. Fourth, some real oversight and accountability, transparency of this large corporate, corporate uh, lending facility. And the bottom line there is that we will know very shortly after any contract with the Fed or with the Treasury is signed with a company, any loan is made, we will have the full details of the loan document. It will be published very, very shortly afterwards. Congress will get it. The public will get it. And, and we have strong oversight. Elizabeth Warren helped me de design those so that we have an inspector, a special inspector general to look over this as well as a congressional board. Fourth, uh, help for small business. Small businesses have been desperate for help. I know the anguish of small business people who spent lot, years, years building up their business and boom, gone. They're going to get uh, very uh, interest-free loans. They're going to have their, their employees paid for by the Small Business Administration so they can keep them. So those, that's what's in the bill. And it is a good bill. Is it, does it have everything we need? No. Are some things in there that I would have rather not had? No. Of course. But this is the art of compromise. This is the art of coming together. America needed huge help quickly. And I think we've risen yeah. to that occasion. Let's talk about what people are going to see uh, in terms of money. We can put it up on the screen here. $1,200 for individuals earning up to $75,000. $2,400 for married couples up, earning up to $150,000. $500 per child. And then you outlined the extension of unemployment benefits, too. And I don't think people necessarily realize, in some cases, that's quicker and longer term money than just exactly. the immediate check. But this also, in, ter in terms of the, the $1,200, can I just this ask, is, when are people going to well, see the $1,200? Okay. The, the, I think the president has said that he would have it out by April 6th. Okay. But this, the, the, what we call unemployment insurance on steroids, it goes longer. That, that first uh, check is nice, but how are you going to pay the rent, pay, buy the food, and do things in the months after if you're still unemployed? The unemployment lasts for four years, and it's larger. Uh, it's more money because it pays you, for most workers, their full salaries. Um, so as you can see, uh, you know, the Senate has really tried to uh, provide some kind of uh, help and assistance to Americans that have been uh, displaced and, un and laid off uh, because of the coronavirus and uh, those that have, um, you know, been uh, forced to go home and stay home and not come into work because of the coronavirus. Uh, the federal government is trying uh, to supply you with uh, funds and resources to get through this uh, this time of turbulence. And uh, I'm interested to see how this is all going to play out. And of course, uh, you've been watching CNN just like I have and many other uh, news networks as they cover this coronavirus and, uh, the, and the impact of it. Of course, this is a global pandemic and something that is affecting uh, countries around the world not just uh, in health-wise, but economically. And so it's interesting to see how uh, these um, governments are going to try to help uh, its citizenry get through this difficult time. We continue to hear from President Trump uh, throughout this crisis, and uh, to me he just seems to be adding more fuel to the fire, causing more panic and more uh, concern about this crisis 
instead of being a calming voice uh, to the American people, he seems to be stoking the fires of panic and uh, and pessimism uh, during this time. And uh, he's even uh, trying to take some of the credit. Uh, in, according to Raw Story, I saved thousands of lives. Trump's demands credit for his handling of the coronavirus and a Twitter tantrum. I mean, this guy is really is ridiculous. According to Raw Story, uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, "This is the way the New York Times finished the story on me." You can see the contrast between the steady, assured, informed, and strong leadership that Vice President Biden, Sleepy Joe, has shown and the bungling, chaotic, and dishonest start-stop approach that Mr. Not-President Trump has shown. Uh, <laughs> him being sarcastic, of course, not giving Vice President Bi- uh, former Vice President Biden any credit at all. But again, he's trying to take all the credit when, of course, uh, many uh, sources have, have um, agreed that the Trump administration uh, has uh, moved very slow in uh, their uh, approach to trying to quell uh, this virus in this country. And uh, if they had moved a little quicker or moved swifter in their response uh, to the coronavirus, then it probably would not have had as much of an impact in this country as it has had. Uh, So uh, that is uh, really left up to... Uh, you know, us to really decide in November, because, again, I think all of this is going to play uh, right into uh, the election for the for the president, next president of the United States. Uh, you can guarantee that. And he is banking on that as well. Um, and, and, you know, I, and I truly believe that this stimulus package that uh, Congress and the White House has, uh, uh, you know, proposed, um, you know, Trump is 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 hoping and banking on, uh, no pun intended, banking on uh, American people remembering the fact that he was the president that gave them uh, money during this time of crisis, and this a, a way of a virtual bribe, so to speak, uh, buying their votes in uh, November. I guarantee it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, you just wait and see. I'm just telling you, this is the kind of person that he is. And uh, I'm sure he's working behind the scenes. And you'll be hearing more about that, especially when those checks come out, according to Chuck Schumer, being uh, rolled out starting April the 6th. I guarantee he'll he'll be the president that will be reminding Americans uh, of the money that, uh, you know, he was responsible for giving you during this time of crisis and so remembering him at the polls uh would be in your best interest i guarantee that but um you know the politics of the coronavirus is is so interesting because even in the midst of this global pandemic politicians are doing what they do best politicking and taking sides and trying to um, you know, make uh, politicize this situation and make it into a Democrat versus Republican type of pandemic when it really should be about uh, people getting better, people uh, getting the, the health care that they need to be able to uh, get past this uh this uh, unfortunate time and season. So, you know, I just thought I would share that with you. The politics of the coronavirus is amazing what's going on in in American people and and not just the people of this country, but the people of the world seem to be smack dab right in the middle of it 
while those at the top are trying to figure things out. But remember, God is in control, and uh, that is the one that we are putting our faith and our trust in. When we come back, we get into our next segment where we're talking about creatively quarantined. That's right. We're going to be sharing with you some of the things that people are doing on social media and other places to get through this period of quarantine. I can't wait to share that with you. Don't go anywhere, guys. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Author and speaker, Dr. Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that in many cases they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly. But we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran, and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time, and that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Ramekin, Director of Outreach and Education for Alternatives for Girls in Detroit, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the amazing Michael Nimmin. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Party in the world right now. Oh, still so Girl, do I do? 
that you just heard Stevie Wonder that's right uh, we're going to be talking about creatively quarantined during this segment of the Thinking Out Loud radio show continuing our discussion of the coronavirus and uh, DJ D Nice did something uh, very creative uh, he's been doing it over the past few days I think he started it back on last Saturday over the weekend I caught some of it on Sunday evening a dj quarantine party on instagram he's been going live uh these past few days and on sunday he had over a hundred and thirty thousand people uh in the room uh it wasn't of course it was an instagram live so they were not you know physically in the room but they were streaming uh and watching and viewing him uh 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 you know spin the spin the music uh, on uh, in in his home as he uh, DJed uh, live on Instagram, and uh, you know it's been picked up by several news outlets. According to Blavity News uh, outlet, 
DJ Nice Club Quarantine was so popping, even Michelle Obama came through. And we're going to be talking about her in just a minute as well. But he's not the only DJ jamming out on the gram. According to Blavity News, DJ D-Nice threw a massively unifying hours-long party on Saturday night. And he's not the only DJ who's been keeping the party going on the gram amid the coronavirus pandemic. And, in fact, Quest Love was another one that was throwing a uh, DJ quarantine party as well. He had over 40,000 people at one point. In his uh, in his Instagram live, and uh, you know people just enjoy music. Sitting at home during this quarantine, uh, I started to feel empty. He told the New York Times, DJ D Nice, there's nothing like playing the music and feeling the music. It went on for nine hours. A slew of famous faces joined in on the fun. During those epic hours, D Nice attracted an electric mix of celebrities, including Erica Badu. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Oprah Winfrey, and of course Michelle Obama. That's right, they came through uh, his DJ party, and um, he was shouting people out as he was playing and uh, playing the music uh, during his Instagram live. So I thought that was a very creative way uh, to spend some time being quarantined, uh, as we have been uh, instructed to do during this uh, global pandemic. Uh, but he's finding a way. Black, I mean, just black, black magic. I mean, we black, black people just know how to be creative. We that's just in our genes, and so, uh, you know, he's just found a way to be creative and use his gifts and talents during this time. And people are really appreciative of uh, of him doing that. Again, I stopped by and and uh, you know uh, caught some of it myself, and you know, just people just having fun and they're posting comments and. Uh, things of that nature as he was uh, you know doing his Instagram live and of course Quest Love was doing the same thing and I'm sure they're going to be doing even more of that in fact according to Essence News uh, uh, the the first the first lady has joined and partnered with uh, the former first lady Michelle Obama's partnered with DJ D Nice for a virtual party that's right guys Fans of DJ Nice's homeschool virtual party can now enjoy his tunes while helping Michelle Obama register eligible voters. According to Essence Magazine, on Wednesday, former First Lady Michelle Obama is joining homeschool creator DJ D Nice to throw a virtual party for a purpose. The two are partnering with a mission to help register eligible voters for the upcoming general election. And guys, if you're listening, this party is going on right now. March the 25th, it started at 6.30, and um, I'm sure it is still going on on Instagram, uh, at D-Nice. That's right, at D-Nice. He's followed by a million people. There you'll be able to check out him. And if you haven't registered to vote, take the time and register to vote. Use this as an opportunity because um, it's so important. I think this election is going to be one of the more pivotal elections that we've ever had in the history of this country. And so uh, I'm just I'm so excited about this initiative and former first lady uh, uh, Michelle Obama, of course, uh, spearheading spearheading this. And uh, and really trying to capitalize on the um, the creativity of D Nice's quarantine house party. So uh, if you're listening tonight and you haven't registered to vote, take the time, go and um, register to vote. This is your opportunity at D Nice at D Nice on Instagram and check out the music there. I'm sure you're going to have a great time. 
black creativity. I mean, there is nothing like it. When I saw that, I just was so impressed. And and not only that, you know, we are doing some creative things uh, as a people. Uh, you know, I, I talk about us all the time during our show, and I love using this platform to celebrate blackness and celebrate our culture. You know, we are truly, truly brilliant people. If you or someone you know are doing some creative things during this time of crisis, add us at TOL Radio Host MSN. We love to talk about it on the show again. Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to share your story right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You can post it on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show or email us at contact at michaelnimmons.com. We would love to hear from you. Well, guys, we're going to take our next break of the night. When we come back, we're going to give you our top five things to do while you're quarantined. That's right. I know you're probably wondering, what can I do? While I'm quarantined at home, we're going to help you out when we come back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Award-winning journalist, Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. All we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that... She's not going to be the ones who stopped uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. The black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar, L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the thinking out loud radio show. What's cracking planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. You 
You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. As the novel coronavirus spreads across the globe, so does misinformation about the outbreak. Posts on social media have perpetuated false rumors about the virus's origin, the scale of its spread, and fake cures and prevention methods. Here are some important tips to keep in mind when consuming news about coronavirus. Trust official sources like the Centers for Disease Control and the World Health Organization. These groups are publishing reliable information, debunking inaccurate advice on how to prevent the spread of coronavirus, like eating garlic or using bleach and chlorine on one's body. The home remedies don't work. Uh, trying to uh, develop antiviral drugs is extremely complicated. Experts recommend practicing the usual precautions for staying healthy. Practicing good hand washing, just awareness of the surfaces that you're touching and what you're doing with your hands after you touch those surfaces. Be wary of posts that are asking you to subscribe, like, or pay for anything. Misinformation about coronavirus is often used to grow a following or sell products for profit. I hope everybody goes to InfoWarsStore.com. I think it's DNA Force Plus with the PQQ, the CoQ10, and so many other things that clean out your cells and boost your immunity. Use caution when reposting suspect news that might be promoting a political agenda. Some conspiracy theories falsely speculated the virus was created intentionally as a bioweapon. There's no reason whatsoever to think that this is a bioweapon. There's no reason to think that this is a genetically manipulated virus. Coronaviruses exist in the human population. They exist in the animal population as well, in mammals and in birds, and they've existed for a very long time. Social media companies have taken steps to combat misinformation by promoting verified sources, fact-checking posts, and sometimes removing egregiously wrong content. Despite these safeguards, encrypted platforms still face challenges in censoring falsehoods. So it's important to treat information via closed apps like WhatsApp with an extra amount of skepticism. Well, guys, we are back and uh, we're continuing our discussion of the coronavirus uh, during tonight's show. We started off talking about the politics of the coronavirus and what hap- what's happening in Washington as it relates to the stimulus package uh, that's that's being voted on. Uh, the $2 trillion stimulus package that Congress and the Senate have come together on. Uh, we'll see if that vote passes and hopefully uh, we'll start to see those checks go out April the 6th. $1,200 checks, guys, and $500 per child uh, to help get us through this uh, time of crisis. And then, of course, uh, we um, talked in last segment about being creatively quarantined and how uh, there are people that are doing some creative things uh, during this time of crisis as well. Quarantined at home, what do you do? And uh, DJ D Nice um, has decided to have an Instagram house party. DJing music and providing some some tunes and sounds for people to kind of uh, enjoy themselves while they're at home. And uh, we said in the last segment that Michelle Obama has partnered with him 
and they're going to be having a house party, and it's going on right now, even as our show is um, is going on. Uh, started at 6.30 and registering people to vote for the November election. So if you haven't registered to vote, do that, guys. Stop by at DNICE on Instagram and register to vote. But as I said before the break, we're going to be uh, talking about some of the things that you can do while you are quarantined at home. I'm sure there are, you know, you're, you're wondering what I can do. I'm, I'm at home. I don't know how long I'm going to be home. What are some things that I can do to kind of pass the time? Uh, what What are some things that I can do to, uh, you know, stay engaged, stay focused, stay active? You know, uh, we've we've heard about the, the various um, restrictions that have been placed on us by, uh, you know, our municipalities and, and governments uh, within the states that we live in. Of course, uh, Governor Whitmore a few uh, days ago made a executive order of to stay home and stay safe and that is really just uh you know ensuring that people are not out uh spreading the virus or uh, being infected by the virus and so it's a mandate by the government governor to stay home and to stay safe of course uh social distancing is is uh something that uh people are doing as well but in addition to all of that uh, what are you going to be doing at home? Uh, you know, what are you doing to kind of get through this time of crisis? So uh, I put together a top five list of things that you can do to help you get through this time of crisis. So we're going to start at number five. Number five. So number five is do some home improvements. You know, guys, uh, if you're like me and you're busy all the time, you don't really have a whole lot of time. Uh, to do any home improvements and now that you're quarantined at home uh, you can take that time to do some home improvements that's right shampoo that uh, carpet uh, <laughs> uh, you know fix those um, blinds uh, you know fix the the plumbing in the house do some yard work get the yard ready for uh, the spring, you know, spring is here. You can start fertilizing that grass and getting it ready. You know, I, and I got it top. I got it in the number five because, uh, of course, doing uh, doing those home improvements are not top of my list, and I'm not sure if it's top on yours as well. But you know, it should be on our list uh, just the same. But that is uh, number five. Number five. Number four. Number four is. Number four, explore outside activities. There's so much, so many things that you can do outside. Of course, we talked about doing some yard work and doing our home, doing home improvements. But I mean, going for a walk, uh, going for a jog, getting some exercise. You know, staying inside, uh, being quarantined can be kind of stuffy and crampy at times. But Use this time to get outside, get some fresh air, get some exercise. You know, we're moving into spring and uh, summer. And, you know, uh, weather is getting better. It was uh, 55, close to 60 degrees today, and it was just an intoxicatingly beautiful day, a hard day to be inside. We wanted to record our podcast for tonight, so we were here doing that. But uh, if it gets any better, we're going to be outside getting our jog on exercising might even shoot a little hoop you know shoot some hoops uh you know get back into our 
uh, grind and our groove uh, during the uh, during these you know nice uh, spring summer days. I love going outside, going for a walk, and really enjoying nature. I'm that kind of guy. Love nature, love outdoors. Uh, you know, and uh, I just enjoy that. And uh, so that is why it is number four uh, and, and a part of my top five. Go outside and enjoy uh, this uh, beautiful weather. Uh, it couldn't be a better time to be out there. Of course, social distancing is certainly still in order. But as, again, there's nothing wrong with getting outside and getting some fresh air. All right, number three, family game night. Family game night, number three. If you have family at home with you, take some time and enjoy your family. Uh, you know, get some games out, you know, Uno, Spades, uh, Monopoly. Uh, what other games, we, you know, we like to play? Scrabble. Uh, I'm not a Scrabble guy, even though, I, you know, I'm, I'm a wordsmith. I like making up games, too. We, you know, we would play the uh, word game with our kids, uh, you know, um, and we would, uh, you know, start out with, uh, you know, a letter uh, and uh, see how many, you know, go around in a circle. And uh, each person would, would take that letter and we would have to come up with a word for that letter and uh, see how long, how, how, you know, how, how we could go around. Uh, you know, in that in that group, and who would be the first one who could not come up with a word for that letter? And it was got kind of like an elimination game. So it was re- really fun uh, that word 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 elimination game that we would play. Uh, but there are a lot of games that are out there that you can play with your family during this time of uh, quarantine, uh, being at home. You don't have to be um, bored and, and, uh, disengaged, but you can enjoy your family. You know, sometimes, um, you know, because of social media, many of us have become more in tune into what others are doing instead of spending time with our family. And it's a good time to take time to spend with your family, spend with the people that you live with people that are, uh, right with you. And, um, I don't think this is, I think this is no, there's no better time than right now to uh, you know, reengage your own family and um, and take that time to spend it with them. Number two, read a good book. That's right, guys. Read a good book, and uh, there's no better time, I think, uh, than right now. You know, while you're quarantined, to spend some time reading a good book. I I'm speaking for myself because I know. Uh, you know, we always talk about we don't have time, we don't have time, we don't have time. You know, we're always saying that we're busy and we don't have time for this, we don't have time for that. But now that we're quarantined at home and really trying to find some ways to pass the time, reading a good book is a great way to do that. You know, uh, I watch a lot of television, probably too much to, to even uh, <laughs> even admit on the, on the radio. But... Uh, you know, I last year I had really I like to spend uh, time reading and I used to uh, read one book a month. And I think I'm going to get back into that. I have a library of books that I read and uh, certainly going to spend this time getting back into reading. And I don't think there's a greater book to read during this time of quarantine than the word of God, the Bible. Uh, it definitely is a great uh, remedy for panic and for uh you know fear it definitely reduces the the doubts and all of the 
concerns that you might have about how we're going to get through this. Reading God's word is a great way to get through this time of crisis. Definitely top uh, on my list of books to read. And of course, I love uh, reading uh, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson's books. Uh, last book I read of his was uh, The Black President. Uh, that is a great book to read. Um, uh, let me see. What other books do I have that I recommend reading? Uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes has a, uh, some great books to read. I wrote, read his book, Let It Go and Instinct. Uh, those are two great books uh, that he has out. I've also read the autobiography of Malcolm X. That's probably um, the second or third time that I've read that book. Uh, Where Do We Go From Here? Dr. King's books. Um, Dr. King's book, The um, um, I've Been to the Mountaintop. I've read that one as well. So, I mean, guys, there's a number of great books that are out there on the market. And I'm sure you've got some great books on your shelves as well. Take the time during this time of quarantine to read a good book. I think that's a great way to spend the time. And number one, number one, of course, Netflix and chill. (laughs) Netflix and chill. That's right. Binge watch one of your favorite television sitcoms on Netflix or find a new show on Netflix to watch during this time of quarantine. I mean, binge watching Netflix uh, is, uh, you know, a great way to pass the time. I mean, you can watch an entire series uh, during this time of quarantine. The great thing about Netflix is they don't just give you an episode, um, you know, uh, once a week, but you have the whole series that you can watch, you know, sometimes even in a weekend. If you just, you, you know, you're sitting there with your ice cream and your cookies and your sandwiches and pizza and, and wings. And, uh, of course, you know, there are no sports to watch right now, uh, really. So, uh, Netflix is a great way to pass the time. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy watching television. Again, I said I, 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 I'm not going to admit how much television I do watch, but I watch a lot of it, and I'm sure you all do as well. So, uh, you know, don't make me feel bad. <laughs> but uh, Netflix and Chill is definitely top on my list of things to do during this time of quarantine. I would love to hear what your list is as well. At us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram or post it on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show or send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com. These are just a few things that we thought of uh, to share with you guys during tonight's show. Of course, there are so many other things that I'm sure uh, people are doing uh, during this time of quarantine. Uh, there are those that are even volunteering uh, in some way uh, to help others. Again, helping somebody uh, that cannot help themselves during this time of crisis is a great way uh, to spend the time, uh, you know, uh, during this time of quarantine. But if you uh, would like to share your activities with us, again, add us at TOL Radio Host MSN or leave us a comment on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. We'd love to know what you're doing during this time of quarantine. We might You might hear it on the show. That's right, guys. Well, we're going to take our last break of the night. When we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. 
Corona and Christ. You don't want to miss it, guys. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. Time. For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. Our thought of the week is yet another reminder of how much God is really in control. While it seems the coronavirus is wreaking havoc in our world as this global pandemic grows and seemingly is getting out of hand, there's nothing more true and more evident than God's divine power. For people of faith, the coronavirus is just an intermittent distraction, a temporary season of discomfort that God has allowed for us as humanity to experience. But for those that don't know God, this is more than just a temporary season of discomfort. It is an astronomical inconvenience and a catastrophe of seismic proportions. It is seen as such because it is completely out of our control. It's not within our purview to handle the problem has not been given to us to solve. 
the antidote is not within our region. This is cause for panic. This is a reason to fear and to be afraid. But when you're able to put this global pandemic in divine perspective, you begin to realize what is not in your control is evidently in bigger and much more capable hands than yours. There's a God that is far more capable, far more intelligent and wise than as the prophet Isaiah said, has meted out the heavens and the earth in a span. And what we don't understand, he clearly knows. What we cannot comprehend, he transcends. His strength, as one writer put it, is made perfect in our weakness. In fact, it is circumstances like this that is a reminder of our weakness and his greatness, our inferiority and his superiority. There's never been a time where God has been more in control than the times we are in right now. Some might ask, how is this so? When everywhere we look, we see chaos. Everywhere we look, we see nothing but despair. But it is God's divine presence that has not allowed this virus to completely and utterly devour us. It is God's divine presence that continues to fortify us even in the midst of this global pandemic. And it's God's divine presence that's going to ultimately bring us through. You see, we like to think that no matter how out of hand things get, we can always seem to find an answer somewhere. No matter how bad the situation gets, the answer is still somewhere within our grasp. That's always been our approach to living in a world that we didn't create or an existence that we can take absolutely no credit for. And yet we seem to think we should have all the answers kind of oxymoronic don't you think how is it that we seem to expect to be able to have all the answers and control everything in a world that we didn't create and this is the very problem that mankind has been grappling with for centuries now we continue to live under the fallacy of autonomy not realizing that God is the source of our knowledge and power when ironically he is the one mankind continues to conveniently leave out overlook discredit and ultimately deny but whether we want to accept it or not God is undeniably unequivocally and irrefutably in control always has been and always will be not only that but we have to remember during this crisis that nothing happens without God knowing about it nothing happens in this world without God's permission so if God allowed it then it had to be for a purpose I saw where someone posted on Instagram a very poignant message that I believe makes my point very clearly. It read, no movies, no concerts, no sporting events, no restaurants, no social gatherings, limited workload. Now that I've cleared your schedule, can we talk now? Sign God. There was a prophet Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19 and chronicling a very vivid experience with God that involved a strong wind, an earthquake, a massive fire. He said in verse 11 and 12, But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire, and after that, a still, small voice. Could this COVID-19 virus be God's divine way of getting our attention? Have we become so consumed with our 21st century accoutrements that we no longer have time for the one who makes all of these things possible? Could it be that God is simply trying to get our attention 
and remind us that no matter how much we know or don't know, how much we have or don't have, he is still in control. And when everything seems like it's falling apart, in God's eyes, it's really just all working together for our good. During this time of crisis and quarantine, while we all are relaxing with family, catching up on our reading, watching a good movie, or getting some much-needed rest, be sure to schedule some time with the one for whom the apostle declared, it's in him we live, we move, and have our being. As we all are quarantined during this time of global crisis, I'm reminded of the words of Psalm 46 penned by the psalmist David, a powerful psalm that offers a word of encouragement during this time of panic and frustration. When people are looking for answers, we should all take comfort in knowing that the Lord is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble, in a time where some are questioning why the doors of many churches still open. Wondering if pastors are concerned for the congregants' health or their own coffers. This scripture lets us know unequivocally that God's people should have no reason to fear or to be afraid. Because as David continues, Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and the mountains be cast in the midst of the sea. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her in that right early. There's no problem, no plague, no pestilence, pandemic, no catastrophe too big for God. There's no problem too big for God to handle. I believe Psalms 91 is so apropos, so poignant, so powerful, and yet a fitting conclusion to tonight's thought of the week. It reads on this wise, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowl and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. the show for tonight thank you so much for tuning in and listening we hope you enjoyed it. and most importantly we hope that we lifted your spirits a bit during this global 
pandemic. Thank you to all of you, our faithful listeners of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, our 149th show. I cannot believe it. Next week's show is going to be 150. I cannot believe it. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Remember, we're back to our weekly schedule of shows. We did it tonight on Wednesday, but we're going to be doing a Tuesday show next week, and you don't want to miss it. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show or on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. We would love to hear from you. Or drop us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com guys thank you so much remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web so until next time always remember if you can think it you can believe it if you can believe it you can see it if you can see it you can be it if you can be it you can achieve it the power rests within you the mind is the most powerful muscle in your body use what you got to get what you want the power is in you it's the thinking out loud radio show Thanks for listening. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.